everyone. This is Megan Covenant and Dr. Elizabeth Gossett, and you're listening to Coffee with Coronies, a modern-day twist on Coffee with Friends. Today's episode is Prevention is the Best Medicine, and today we're going to talk about um, our first responders, all of those individuals that are on the front line right now during COVID-19. How are you, Buffy? I'm good, 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 good. Good topic today. I'm kind of, I'm intrigued and I'm excited. And as this progresses, I'm very intrigued on what we can do to to help those individuals and be more mindful of those first responders that are out every day, even not, you know, not even during a a COVID-19 episode. So, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's... um... And you already said the topic. We already said what it was, right? Sorry, I'm a little bit out today. Okay, good. No, we did. You are good. (laughs) All right. So reason why we're calling it prevention is the best medicine, because um, first responders, and we're talking about people who are going to go out and see a ton of trauma, nurses, physicians, um, police officers, firefighters, paramedics, um, they have a pretty high rate of Um, trauma that they see. And if they don't deal with it, if they don't unpack all their stuff at the end of their shift, all the emotional stuff that they deal with, they're at a very high rate of risk for PTSD, for anxiety, for depression, for substance abuse, um, maybe even denial over what they've seen. There's also a lot of stigma that might come with their jobs or they have a fear of losing their jobs because they haven't been able to deal with their stuff, probably at a higher rate than the rest of us do. So um, it's really important to do the prevention part. Um, And I think the respective professions have really talked about that or now are training on that much better than they used to. Um, I've I've worked with um, some first responders And um, they tell me that they are getting some training earlier, say like in an academy. Um, I don't know um, what medical school and nursing schools are doing, but I know um, law enforcement and and firefighters are getting it more now in their academy, how to do self-care. So um, the takeaways for today, because I like to put those in the first three minutes, self-care, self-reflection and peer support. Um, just in case you're tuning out and this isn't working for you, take away self-care, self-reflection, and peer support. Um, and Megan, you had an interesting story about some peer, resport, peer support that worked out in your community. Absolutely. Uh, at the hospital that I worked at and still am a pool employee, we have a program called the Beside Program. And it is peer support for, you know, for your fellow Uh, employees. And typically it is, um, you know, individuals who are providers or um, support staff. And it is anonymous. It is amazing. Um, Individuals are, you know, trained to support anyone. So let's say I am a, uh, you know, let's say I'm in the library and a provider comes in, you would typically think a provider would want to talk to another provider. 
But at this point, when they arrive to, with someone, they're so vulnerable that they just begin to talk. So you want to make sure that you have those tools. And every hospital in the nation has a program of some sort like that. Um, but it, the first thing that you need to do is make sure that if you're that individual that you feel comfortable reaching out um, and never think that there's going to be ramifications or stigma attached with it because it's all anonymous. Um, the other thing is um, if you are a support staff or work for a hospital, reach out to somebody. If you think that you can be of assistance, make sure that you uh, throw your hat into the arena to get trained so you can help others. Absolutely. It's, it's really important because um, you're, talking, you're talking about somebody in a really vulnerable position. Um, Megan, then, and I guess the other part that we are talking about today, the reason why this came up and um, Megan pointed this out is, is that we're hitting a really high death toll right now. We haven't had this death rate, you were saying, Megan, since the Vietnam War. Um, we haven't seen um, first responders haven't had to deal with deaths so quickly, maybe um, so early on in their career for the the residents that are going to start in July 1. They're going to be in the midst of it. The nursing students, um, the first year nurses. I'll tell you, I have a niece who's a first year nurse um, in New York. And what she's dealing with now is is unprecedented um, in, in the in in her nursing profession, I'm sure. I hope it is anyway. Um, so it's just really, really important that um, they all take care of themselves. Um, so self-care is really important to prevent all the, the other things that we talked about. Self-care is something as easy as just having somebody to talk to um, at, the, at the end of those, those long shifts. Um, taking care of yourself, doing the hot baths, eating the yummy food, doing the exercise after you get your sleep. Um, I've heard uh, I've heard a lot of um, folks will say, yeah, I need to do that self-care. And then I prep myself. Like I prep myself eight hours before I have to go on shift or 12 hours before I have to go on shift. I get all my stuff laid out and get prepped for that shift that next day. Um, so self-care, really, really important. With self-care is you have to know yourself, right? So you have to know what bothers you and what doesn't bother you. I was talking to a, a, a nurse, I guess most of my exposure has been to nurses. And uh, she, she mentioned to me um, that she doesn't deal with death the way other people deal with it. And I said to her, this is before the everything started here. And uh, uh, she's actually my niece, so I can talk to you about her. She wasn't my client. And <laughs> sweet girl, I said, you know what? That's because you're strong. And she is. She's very good with understanding what death means. And it's not a scary thing for her. And she also has got a really great um, spiritual life. So that's her self-reflection. That's her self-care. She um, takes care of herself physically and she takes care of herself spiritually. And then when it's time to play, she plays. So going back to our triangle, she's got her play, her work and her spirit covered. Um, and within that, so that's that self-care and that self-reflection. And then having that support system, working with really great people and being able to bounce ideas and 
successes and failures off of them. Um, I know for myself as a psychologist, I have to have a good peer support group. I have to have people I can consult with or I can't do my job. Um, and so I think that's really important. So self-care, self-reflection and peer support, very, very important to get rid of the difficult stuff that arises. Um, Meg, what do you what do you have to add to that? I guess I, I forgot one concept, but I'm droning on here. No, I think you're doing great. I want to make a little correction, though. So yeah. we have hit today, in fact, um, 60,000 deaths in the U.S. from Whoa. directly from coronavirus. Now, that's mm -hmm. nothing compared to the death toll from the Korean War. Um, however, Vietnam. the last Vietnam. time we the, the Vietnam, excuse me, yes. And Thank so, um, but now keep in mind, though, the last time, so they're doing a lot of research right now on, just as you said, PTSD. And what they're looking <laughs> at is um, those individuals who are seeing a, a rate of death that they have not seen before. And especially if they're first years, just like your niece or my niece, um, that they uh, will, if they do not directly kind of wrap their arms around that and face it and talk about it and work through it with colleagues or family members or clergy of some sort, someone that you are willing to open up to, um, that the PTSD then will be a problem for our healthcare community in the months and years to come. So what they're also then looking at is individuals then who are already have predisposition for PTSD, that right mm -hmm. now this is unraveling that. So there's mm -hmm. so much that they're looking at right now and so much that they're trying to do so diligently. And I respect it so much that they're working so hard to be preventative, but also mm -hmm. look at how, what can we do at this moment? And, um, I think it goes back to communication that we hit on last week and that yeah. self-care. So wrapping your arms around your community and really letting, being vulnerable and letting others help you. Oftentimes those individuals who are so quick to help others are probably the last people to ask for help. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. What can and you give like a little sage wisdom from Dr. Buffy for those individuals who are, you know, the world's nurturers, they're the caregivers. And, you know, when I think about our police officers, they're the world's protectors. They're not, right. they're not the first to raise their hands to ask for help. Yeah, absolutely not. Not until there's um, something not so great. So at least in my area, we have something called the first responder support network. Mm -hmm. And then we have um, what's called the West Coast Post-Trauma Re Retreat Center. So those are avenues to look into. And of course, again, those are after the fact things. One thing that I think um, we neglect or maybe they're not neglecting it so much is talking about this concept of hypervigilance, that um, to be able to be a good responder, you have to be hypervigilant. So what that means is you are hyper aware that's all that means. It's just a fancy way of saying hyper aware. And when you're hyper aware, you're paying attention to everything so that you can do your job. So to, 
to step back from being hyper aware and just being present in the moment that you're in, that's a hard um, shift gear, or gear shift or shifting gears. That's a hard thing to do for a lot of folks. So um, recognizing that you have to do the transition is really, really important. Um, and I know for me, I'll, this is my little, you said, ask me my sage wisdom. At the end of my workday, not so much now, but when I was in my office, I had a ritual. I lock everything down. I lock the door and I walk away from the office for the day and I'm done. I don't take phone calls after hours. I had the luxury of doing that. Now I shut the door, close the files and, and do that kind of thing because I'm in a different workspace. But to really shut down and to engage in something pleasurable right after the workday is very important. I think that's very, very important. That's that self-care, self-reflection, um, having that um having the peer support and the peer support can be your running buddies. It doesn't have to be some formal group. It could be the guys you go play softball with or the gals you shoot hoops with, or um, the people you go have coffee with on Sunday or, you know, or your minister or your therapist. Um, there's a lot of us therapists that work with um, work with first responders and do so happily. Um, good treatment um, is called EMDR. Um, and it's really powerful with, um, with trauma. Yeah. So I think, I think we hit it. I think we hit, I can't think of anything else at the top of my head. Um, I'm looking at my notes and I didn't have too many notes today. Um, what else are you thinking, Megan? Did we miss something? Yep. We're going to put, tell us about the two PDFs that we're going to drop in. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So there's, uh, one of the PDFs is called Psychological First Aid for Responders. Uh, it's put out by um, National Institute of Mental Health. It's very good. It's a quick little pamphlet. And the second one is, again, a um, help for first responders. But what I like about this particular one is it has a chat box on it. So if you go to it, you can actually anonymously chat with somebody about issues. Okay. So I think that's really, really great. So hopefully we'll get those right at the bottom of the um, PDF and um, you'll have resources available. Fantastic. You, as always, are a gem and a wealth of information. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. Thank you so much for joining us on Coffee with Coronies, and we will see you next week. Have okay. a great day. Bye, Bye Bubby. Bye, Meg.